This is our final episode mm-hmm. of Director Showdown. And season season six. <laughs> C-Ace. We should have like let there be yeah. a longer gap there. Just the final yeah. episode. And we just say the whole like it's a dour mm. NPR episode. Yeah, we got we got canned by the Sticker Fridge Network, and <sighs> they decided not to pick yeah. us up. And you know, for uh, season seven, we are we we've been joking before, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it, it's it's just sad. It's sad that it has to come to this mm-hmm. that they shut us yep. down. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't uh, they didn't give us a final six episodes to. To try and mm-hmm. wrap up our, uh, you know, our, yeah. our six season arc here. Yeah, um, they're just they're just pulling the plug, pulling and, the plug. And what can the you end. do when you're at the mercy of of the studios and the masses? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all we wanted to do is do our best. Yeah, and maybe we we weren't so good sometimes. Yeah, maybe we dropped a few me too jokes. Yeah, maybe we we said some things we shouldn't have. Yeah. Maybe but, we had to drop in a few bleeps this season for some some unsavory words here yeah. and there. I mean, things happen, gang. Things happen. Was that why we got canceled? Maybe. I don't Who know. Knows? They just they they just said, "Here's the door." Here's the Bye. door. Um, yeah. So we decided <laughs> for our last one mm-hmm. to be Dunkirk because Dunkirk was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Not the movie, but <laughs> Could have been. Could have been. been. Absolutely, it was kind of a disaster. Though. Yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah. It's 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 almost a, a disaster film in some in some regards. That's very true. Um, a survival movie about survival. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Dunkirk, twenty seventeen. Christopher Nolan's mm-hmm. uh, critically raved uh, war movie. Raved. Rave isn't. It earns acclaimed. Claim, acclaimed. Yeah, I feel like I've heard people say raves before in some kind of regard. Critically like raved. I, I've never not, heard not like that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm just pointing out how dumb I am. I'm sorry. Uh, it just like kind of <laughs> caught me off guard. I was like, wait, what is that? Critically acclaimed. Yes. Uh, World go. War II film mm. Dunkirk masterpiece. Even. Yeah, I'd, I'd go. I'd go yeah. so far. Yeah. I would go so far as to say, yeah, to drop the end bomb. N bomb. No, the M. <laughs> this is why we got canned. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, this is why they pulled the plug on us, man. Uh. But uh, to to start, I guess like we actually saw Dunkirk together um, mm. at uh, in the movies when it first came out. Yep. Yeah, and that was uh, an experience, man. So we we were super excited yeah. because 
It was going to be, it was, there was limited screenings of the 35 millimeter. Mm. And, uh, I remember like, like telling you and getting really excited about it because, you know, yeah. you never get to see, you know, celluloid mm. too much these days. Yeah. It's, it's rare these days, mm. especially in a city like San Antonio, one yeah. of the you know, flyover cities, yeah. you know? And, uh, People kept telling us, or I guess the internet was telling us that it's really fucking loud, the movie, right? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so, remember how we went, and yeah. this movie's a little quiet. What's going on here? Boy, okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> we we go, we go, and we sit down, uh, real excited. Uh, movie starts. Hmm. Weird. There's just a, a black bar on the bottom of the screen, that kind of uh, kind of seems like the movie just doesn't really take up uh, all of the screen. Uh, boy, that just little did we know that was just going to be there the whole time, huh? And uh, yep. And yeah. also, yeah, man. If okay, so if most movies that you go to are at say a hundred percent volume, it was like this screening was at like I don't even know, man, like sixty to seventy percent. Yeah, it was. It was. It was maybe 50 even that mm-hmm. like it was kind of weird how it sounded it was really bizarre. it wasn't clear either it was yeah. like quiet and not well too yeah clear. i remember it being yeah. so quiet that i i and also the the stuff with the screen i was so put off and i was so yeah. distracted that i missed uh the oh, yeah. the pretty the much setup. crucial setup of how time is going to work in the movie yeah. uh the mole being a week mm-hmm. the sea being a, a day, day and the air being 1 hour mm. i i remember seeing that in the movie but i was like so distracted that i wasn't able to process like yeah this is going to be the measurement of time for each one of these things yeah i was like not able to, i wonder how many people like didn't quite process that at least in the um at least in that showing i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people but a lot yeah. of people didn't catch it right away mm-hmm. because i guess they were stimulated by all the the uh the action set pieces that were going mm-hmm. on but yeah like i didn't quite get it i got it a little bit but yeah. uh it was i was on the same page as you it was like the 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 projectionist and just everybody was just terrible. Yeah, man, it was, it was rough. And Mm -hmm. and the thing about Christopher Nolan's movies and he gets, um, criticized about this a lot is, um, his audio mixes. And, uh, typically it will basically the sound effects in his movies, his movies will, um, be louder than dialogue pretty much. And, and for him, it's a, it's a, it's a realism thing. You know, it's like he, that, that is a choice that he makes. Like he wants the sound to be pretty deafening and it to be louder than dialogue a lot of the time. But when the, when the overall volume of a movie is at like 50 to 60% and then the dialogue therefore in a Nolan movie being that much less, uh, or that much quieter, it was like, I don't know what people are saying. Mm-hmm. Like there, the, there's one exposition scene, um, in this movie and we'll, we'll talk about that. I'm sure. But I, I, didn't know what they were saying because it was so quiet. Um, and yeah, it was not the greatest. Uh, but see, theater. that was the fault of the theater. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I should have made that clear. Yeah. Absolutely. It wasn't the fault of uh, the filmmaking. No, because I mean, yeah. it's, it's, and, and, and so we should say, I mean, I walked out of the movie being like, 
I, I think that was good, but I'm so confused. Right. I'm so yeah. confused. I don't know what was happening when. And I was like, this is the one? This is the movie of his that's like getting all of this Oscar buzz and stuff? Right, right. And I didn't really understand it. And you were like, you were explaining to me how the time worked. And it was like a fucking like, light switch, man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. wow, okay, holy shit. Okay, yeah. uh, well, we need to see it again. And so I, mm-hmm. I had a buddy who... Yeah, uh cool guy. Yeah, who worked at the theater. He was a manager. And he's like, oh, yeah, just come back next time. I'll get you free tickets at IMAX. Yeah, and that well, ruled. Yeah, And IMAX, yeah, that was fucking Dude, great. that was an incredible yeah. experience, man, because um, Nolan being Nolan, how he is with his recent movies, he shot uh, a lot of it on IMAX. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the, the, the dogfighting scenes in particular... Ugh were just such a like it when when a we were treat. watching it, yeah. it it's like honestly when we were watching it in IMAX it was like watching it for the first time like mm. even though I had seen it like all of it made sense that time I knew what people were saying mm. and I was like oh yeah fucking this is a masterpiece like this mm. this is an incredible movie now yeah. that I can track what's happening you mm. know mm. um and yeah so that was a uh, our little historical context corner yeah, yeah. on uh good old Dunkirk, George. How did it take us this long? We're like 15 minutes into our Dunkirk episode. Mm. Haven't even dropped one. George. George. Yeah. So Mark Rylance is American, uh, English, British. A British treasure. Oh, Uh, I thought you were going to say treasure. Yeah, Yeah, I was. But then I said American treasure. (laughs) And that's like, no, he's British, right? Yeah, we can't really. Yeah, yeah, we can't can't take ownership. But if we could, I would, mm-hmm. you know, we should, yeah. we ought to annex Mark Rylance into the United States. Like, absolutely. Like everywhere he goes is like the America. Like that's like a territory. Oh, that's a, that's a good <laughs> idea. I, I was going to say like, let, let's, uh, let's put it on the docket. Rylance Brexit. Let's <laughs> Brexit Rylance himself and, and, from his citizenship. Yeah. And let's let's take him. Yeah, let's yeah. let's give it to the old British one more time, fellas. Yeah, and we're gonna go to war, but just for Mark Rylance. Yeah, can it cut to uh, <laughs> like election Bur- election day. Um, older British lady. Uh, let's let's take a look at the ballot here. Um, but what what is this Brexit two? Mark <laughs> Rylance. Only for Mark Rylance, the actor. My accent works, man. It's so bad. shoddy. Um, no, you got to go more like the 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 uh, old British lady, like yeah. oh, Mark Rylance. <laughs> yeah, who, who, who is who is Mark, Mark Rylance? The Shakespeare Company's Mark, Mark Rylance. Yes, because <laughs> that's where like yeah. older British. He, yeah. He's like the fucking uh, head of the Shakespeare Globe, dude. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Like he just casually Globe. became a Hollywood. Yeah, actor. he's like. Yeah, I'll, I'll pop into some movies. Uh, I can't. I can't do Rylance, dude. His accent's so bizarre. Yeah, um, he's more like a, a. Well, I guess we do yeah. it when we do the George thing. George. Well, I'll take a dip. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ, I, dude! My accent work is is off. I'm not. We'll I'm gonna stop. <sighs> what I have, to, I have to figure out what I'm gonna say before. I'm gonna I think st- that's the trick. Yeah, yeah. like what. Well, because because whenever I try to do an accent, I could never think of what I'm about to say, and I just fuck it all up. You know? Yeah, you know, S- oh. Steven Spiel. 
Jesus <laughs> God, dude. Ugh, I'm going to delete this fucking episode. We're, we're, going, we're going to war, George. We're going to war horse, George. <laughs> George. Spielberg's my man. <laughs> Spielberg. He's he's number one. He's the <laughs> Spielberg. Yeah, it is funny, dude. Spielberg yeah. really like, uh, what was their first project together? I guess it was, um, oh God, it was BFG, I think. Ooh. And... Uh, He's he's the saving grace of that movie. That movie is watchable. Well, he's the saving grace of anything he's in. That's that's very like, true, yeah. Like uh fucking Bridge of Spies, I mean, man. Yeah, Bridge of Spies, he's great. It's incredible, yeah. Uh I mean, you know how I feel about Why do we Ready Player One always seems to stick its head back, but yeah. he, he was great in Ready Player. I'll say that. I won't say anything else about okay, Ready Player right. One. He was great, man. He yeah. was great in uh, Ready Player One. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As uh, uh, as nerdy Willy Wonka, yeah, as yeah. like autistic uh, Willy Wonka, yeah. the yeah. nice guy. He was he was he was great in that movie. I'm like trying to think of like a line that he said, and I can't off the top of my head. But you've we're all get, gamers. You've got to get the golden egg. Like he had such yeah. a weird like uh, oh, yeah. voice in that movie. Yeah, he um, did. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah one of the best living actors. Uh, thank God that mm. after. What did was he acting in movies? I feel like he maybe was. <laughs> I don't know. But like he just popped up recently because Spielberg was like, "This is my guy. This is like I'm going to put this guy." in See, everything. I don't know what he was doing prior to Bridges Spies because that's when he won the, yeah. the Academy Award for for his uh, supporting yeah, I, actor. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's just like an acclaimed like thespian in like England. Like, I think he's huge over there. And then in America, he was like, yeah, I mean, if Spielberg wants me to be a, a big weird giant in a movie, I will, you know, um, <laughs> it's Spielberg. How could you say no? Yeah. If Spielberg, like were to like call me up and say, Hey Adam, you want to be a, a big beep? Yeah. You're going to censor whatever I, I <laughs> that I was going to say. <laughs> I'll, I'll put an yeah. actual sentence. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, Adam. Uh, yeah, Steven, Steven Spielberg here. I want you to come on over to to L.A. I want you to play a hat for me. Can you come on over? Oh, I want like, you to be a hat. Hell like, yes. Yeah, yeah. What kind of hat, Steve? Do you want? I got. I can be a fedora. Uh, well, uh, be a top hat. You're actually going to be a cowboy hat, and we're hey. actually going to we're actually going to yeah. mocap your face right there onto the hat, so you'll sure. be able to actually act uh, act in the hat. And uh, <laughs> I would say absolutely, Steve. Sign me up, Steve. Anything. <laughs> For Stevie, yeah, put 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 me in the hat. Put, put me, me in the hat. <laughs> Little did you know that's like the that's like your Jar Jar Binks, and like you just get death threats for the rest of your it's life. Fine. Like, <laughs> it's fine. At least like, I, at least I'll dice. be known yeah. as the hat guy in the Steven Spielberg film. I, I feel like he may, maybe less so now, but I think I think people generally give the guy like the benefit of the doubt. They're like. Hmm, this sounds weird, but uh, I mean, yeah, I mean it's Spielberg. I mean. I, f- I feel no, like Rylan- Yeah, what can you say? Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't say no. Yeah, you gotta mm-hmm. say yes to the... What's, what's his nickname? The Beard, for some reason? People call him The Beard. Really? Yeah. I guess because he always has a beard now. He loves those scarves, though. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like his thing now, scarves. Oh, yeah, I mean... And you know what What Chris Nolan's thing now is beards. mm you Thank see that God, handsome, man. handsome yeah. man. He looks I, so handsome. I think we've beard. dropped it. I think we've talked about that a couple times this yeah. season. How like how like handsome he looks. Yeah, it's like oh that that's the look that's pulling it all together now. Yeah, because like you kind of look like uh, I don't know, like a a, a schoolboy with like Jack disease. <laughs> 
before. Like, he kind of looked like a kid. Like uh, a little baby face? Yeah, he has, like, a total baby face. But yeah. it's like, he gets that beard, mm. and it's like... Hey, I want to. I listen to this guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. This this British gentleman mm-hmm. that has a kind of a rugged edge to him, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I, is Nolan? No, I mean I'm sorry. So is Dunkirk the first bearded Nolan film? I think I think it is. Hmm. I, th- I think no- Dunkirk was the one where he started doing press. No, I think it was after. I think it was after actually. So yeah. I don't know, man. He's in his beard phase now. He's in the beard phase. So. Who knows what will happen? Yeah, post beard. Maybe. Oh boy. But what if this is the? What if this is like the, like, uh, kinky like sex Nolan? Ooh. Where like now now, now something something's happened, yeah. and now his movies are going to be like real gritty and yeah. sexy, and it's going to be like where was this guy? Yeah. Yeah, it's like like a virgin like, was making it's like these this movies guy before. Fucks now. Oh yeah. Oh, bearded Nolan fucks, fucks. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt, he, he's taken off. He's taken off the gloves. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. Well, that this is all. This is all. This is all. You know. Yeah. Hearsay. Hearsay. We'll see. We don't we'll, know. We'll see. But uh, what was that movie that you were saying he was working on? The where are the rumor mills. The yeah, rumor yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's you know? fuck. What was it going to be called? Tempest. Well, Tempest Fugit was apparently the working title. Fugit? F-U-G-I-T. Like a, it's like a... Fugay? T- Tempest Fugit means some, uh, something time. Uh, it's like directly... It's like, it's like a... Uh, what's, what language is that? God Latin? Sake. Latin. It's, yeah, it's a Latin term <laughs> uh, meaning yeah. like losing time or something like that. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, if his next movie's called like Tempest or something, it's like that sounds right on brand. Oh yeah, like, sign me up for whatever that is. Yeah, you know? um, he's getting a hell of a cast together for that, and it's it's coming out next year, man. Next, uh, next July, year already, huh? Yeah, dude, uh, we're gonna be thirty. Boy, oh boy, I guess yeah. I am turning thirty next year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, man. instead of the existential dread, the existential yeah. dread was so obvious in. Dunkirk donkey. Dunkirk George. George. Yep. Oh, we, oh um, yeah, we, we, we were morphing memes, putting donkey in there. Mm-hmm. If, uh, you listener, our true listeners wouldn't get that joke. Because oh, they we've definitely done, do. Absolutely. Know, we've done our, uh, our longtime Shrek. fans. Yeah. Are our total Shrek heads. They're <laughs> sure heads. They sh- sure. <laughs> charades they 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 have their uh their shrek ears on Mm. at all times when they're listening to the i imagine that our fans like have like bingo and they're looking for like a donk Mm. there's like a donkey like box there somewhere yeah well you know we 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 sneak it in now it's like if if somebody says um what's the keyword uh to like trigger donkey um Layers. Layers. So, yeah, yeah, anytime somebody says layers, one of us will kind of talk in like a donkey. And it's kind of a secret <laughs> thing. What yeah. Now, now let me ask you this. What else is on Director Showdown Bingo? Oh. Uh, postmodern. Postmodern, definitely. Visual language. Visual language. I'm going to say it 30 more times on this episode, I'm sure. The visual and, oh, geography? Geography's a new one. <laughs> That's a new one that I kind of figured out, and I'm, I'm going to start using yeah, all yeah. the time. Objectively? Um, Objectively, yeah. Um, 
God, there's, there's Don, like, yeah, there's, there's, there's got to be, yeah, there's definitely got to be some director showdown mm-hmm. bingo cards. Maybe out a there. Weinstein in there. Yeah, maybe uh, an, an insensitive Me Too joke is probably somewhere on the <laughs> on the paper. It just there. says like descri- like it's in brackets description of Me Too joke. Yeah, like you don't have to say it exactly, <laughs> but it's just like you have to be in the ballpark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I don't know what else. Mm. Um, George, George Dunkirk. We're talking about it, guys. Dunkirk. Yeah. The uh, the episode. Finally, we're talking about the fucking mm-hmm. origin of that that meme for us. Um, yeah, that we were about to skip Dunkirk actually, but uh, yeah. Have we mentioned this before that this season was going to be ten episodes, and then uh, we were like, ah, we should talk Dunkirk though. Yeah, we kept like saying how man Dunkirk's like really good. And yeah. It would be a disservice to to skip it because it, it is a yeah. it is um it's again like Nolan I mean this is obviously like uh, uh just thinking like I don't it's not fact or anything it just seems like Nolan wanted to prove that hey I am a filmmaker I'm not just all like yeah. writing you know what I mean mm-hmm. but even on the writing scale it's still very experimental yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm glad that you brought up uh, the experimental angle, and also that this movie it really does feel like a um an important movie in his filmography because the one before this being Interstellar, this very um am, uh, ambitious and mm-hmm. just large movie, two hours forty minutes so much dialogue, so much exposition. It, it makes sense that he would want to pivot from that into Scale doing it down a little bit. Yeah, to, man, to a grand epic, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. World War II well, yeah, experience. dude, this does feel like, yeah. uh, such a smaller movie for the types of movies that Nolan's pretty, making yeah, now. Funny. But, but what really clicked with me watching it last night is the evolution that I feel like, um, he's having. It's like, he he's a filmmaker that and you don't see this very often um that like you can track an evolution and a growth with him and mm-hmm. like this movie uh, this one specifically is like oh he's like he's getting better and he's showing off like yeah i can be uh like a filmmaker that truly uses the visual medium visual i'm trying so hard not to say it cuz you don't want language you don't <laughs> All right, listeners, check that box check off. Check that off the box. Um, Tweet at us if you got a bingo. <laughs> um, yeah, but the visual language in this movie is incredible, man, yeah, because yeah. Like, like I said before, it's like there's one um, scene of exposition pretty much, mm. and it's it's on the – it like makes sense. The Our lead character that we're following overhears mm. it. Um which was kind of genius how they did it, where they were hiding yeah. like underneath the, uh, yeah, you know, trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, they are. Oh, detective would be another one. God damn it, it's another bingo. That's There you go. <laughs> Check it off the list. <laughs> Check it off the list. We just say all of them, and everybody. <laughs> I mean, we all got bingo at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, where he they were hiding underneath the harbor, listening to the admirals. Mm-hmm. That was one scene of exposition, and I would argue also the very beginning was exposition. Where oh sure, had, okay, like, that's fair. Yeah, like very easy. Like oh, it's Dunkirk, and the, the mm-hmm. Nazis are coming, George. Yeah. yeah. 
well the, yeah, yeah it, it plays the font the, <laughs> yeah the title yeah. yeah it plays like such a uh like a silent film dude like I know. um yeah. you could watch this movie I, I think a scene that uh epitomizes like just how visual this movie is and that uh, really clicked with me last night is that scene when they're hearing the exposition hmm. and then at the end of it fucking uh, what's his name Kenneth Branagh right that's Kenneth Branagh isn't is it is that Kenneth Branagh yeah he's the main he looks main guy. weird without a mustache <laughs> without like an insane fucking yeah. like uh, hair piece and like yeah. mustache on his face it's, it's really disappointing that Nolan didn't do a Dutch angle <laughs> when they were on Kenneth Branagh just to troll him right yeah it's like this is how it is this is how you feel this you how idiot. you make actors feel it just <laughs> shoots him the camera's sideways yeah. everybody's like why is kenneth Branagh completely sideways right now <laughs> well um, at least uh at least his uh what is it the midnight orient express or whatever the fuck it is yeah the train to midnight uh, that, that movie's whatever. half good oh really yeah it really falls apart in the second act yeah. uh that's too bad yeah he um i don't know too much about him apparently he's like a big shakespeare guy also um, oh, it's yeah. kind of like a younger Ryland's, right? He played like he, uh, Hamlet in Hamlet. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, he did, did I maybe watch that in school? Yeah, I feel <laughs> like I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I watched that in high school. Um, but yeah, he's he's good, and he mm. adds a um, he adds like a real sense of like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you buy that he's like a like a general or something. Admiral, like he yeah. just like an admiral, whatever it is. Um, he just like gives commands. It, it gives it the the gravitas gravitas there it is yeah for the uh the film you know it keeps yeah. it, it keep, he's like the macro um perspective on mm-hmm. things you know without having to like here's the newspaper and you know like yeah. i don't know you know what i mean yeah he's um, a per of uh he's like a person who gives a voice to the macro perspective because he's always like having to make hard decisions you know mm-hmm. he's like you have to because the boat was sinking, that one scene, the the meta, yeah. the medical, uh, the ambulance boat. That's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the ambulance boat. Sure, <laughs> yeah, that works. Um, but yeah, the that, the that medical, didn't hit me until this yeah. time. What happens there? Yeah, because he's like, you need to cut them off because they it can't yeah. sink on the on yeah. the harbor, and that's kind of fucked up because all those people are on there. But he was thinking about like the macro, where it's like we have to be able to have this harbor yeah. so get more boats can ships, yeah. get on the ship or else a lot more people are going to die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was always making those, uh, those, those hard choices. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's, he's, uh, I'm going to, I got to bring up darkest hour at some point. Um, but I, I'm going to get to my mm-hmm. pre- previous point first. So that, that scene on the dock, um, highlights, uh, just how visual this movie is in, um, Basically, at the end of that exposition scene, uh, it's it's just what's his name, fucking Kenneth Branagh, Admiral Kenneth up there, uh, and then he sees that the the young guys are like hanging on at the bottom, mm. and people are like swimming mm. up to the the dock too to like climb up from the ship that's sinking, mm. and uh, he's like, "Well, come on up here, we're gonna get you another boat." Come on, Highlanders. Yeah, oh Highlanders, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have like this brilliant unspoken scene where, uh, who is it? Finn, Finn Whitehead, right? Is the lead. And then, um, Finn Whitehead. Yeah. Uh, and then mm. th- that's the main actor. And then, uh, uh, the guy, the French guy that he's with Gibson or Gibson quote unquote, is his friend. 
Well, like, he, that was the dog tag that he had on. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's something that didn't click until this time, too, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, but, yeah, and then they, they have this wordless scene that's that's all visual where they look at each mm-hmm. other, and then they get in the water, mm-hmm. and then they start climbing up. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's that's so brilliant because they piece together, like, oh, we, we, we to, can't be yeah. dry. You're like, he's going to see he's gonna see right through it and be mm-hmm. like, why the fuck were you hiding down there? Uh, so they just like dip in the water and they fit right in with everybody else. And it's like, you, you don't need to explain that. They, they don't need like some, Hey, di- we should uh, go into the water because <laughs> it, they wouldn't make much sense that we would yeah. try. They won't believe us for a second there, Gibson. All the audience members are five years old, so they need to be told how what to What ending do did you get for my Bandersnatch <laughs> show? That's, that's right. Him. That's him. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's such a weird joke to put. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, choose the ending of Dunkirk. I, I was born the water, raised by it, <laughs> born in it. I was died born in a Dunkirk. You made it that. Okay. Um, Tom Hardy is boy, dude. is is amazing. Yeah, dude. He's goddamn. He's he was like barely he's the in hero this in this movie, man. Yeah, he's barely yeah. in it too. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's uh He was such a badass dude. dude. God dude, yeah, it's so it's so good. And it's like uh the, did you hear anything about like the way they filmed that because it's pretty insane. The IMAX camera is like literally attached to like the actual antique like warplanes. Yeah, dude. They they did that <laughs> and then they also yeah. fucking put Hardy in a in a fucking plane in a uh like a Mustang. Mm. Um but it was a two cockpit one. So there was a pilot and he was in the back. Oh my and so God. that's how they got those angles. But it's like fucking Hardy in in a in He's a actually fucking airplane. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's ridiculous. And it's just him yet again uh just doing like all eye acting mm. or like yeah, Fortress Leader, like saying Fortress cool Leader. shit yeah. like in his fucking British accent. Uh, he's on me. I'm on him. I'm on him. God, like, damn God it. dude, it's <laughs> he God, he's so fucking good at like ma- just making yeah. yeah, simple lines like that sound cool as hell. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh yeah, yeah that scene on the dock, um I think yeah, really epitomizes mm. like what what nolan's going for with this movie it's like yeah i mean there's not going to be much exposition i'm going to tell the story just using time as a tool Mm. um this is how we're able to cut back and forth between these moments Um, yeah so uh i'm since you brought that up i wanted to talk about how like this film is only able to be conveyed within film Mm-hmm. Like I, I would be hard pressed to think that you could just write a novel like this, or um, I don't know, what's yeah. another medium? Um, you know, it, 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 because I loved how you had the different, um, the different time pacing. You know, obviously yeah. the week, the day, and uh, mm-hmm. the hour, and you can't really achieve that with reading. Like you can't like have that sort yeah. of like. And you can, but the way that Nolan does it in this film is a way to convey um, tension and also Mm -hmm. to put us in places of um, unknowing and anxiety that the characters feel, even though you have the information from other pieces of the puzzle, which is so interesting. Like, one great example was when um, uh, Mark Rylance was already sailing, you know, to go um, pick up people at Dunkirk, and he yeah. comes across uh, Killian Murphy. Yeah. And 
That's the biggest yeah. one, yeah. So prior to that, it had shown um, uh, the the hour sequence with uh, Tom Hardy where they had shot down a bandit, you know, a, mm-hmm. a Nazi um, plane, and it went down. So the cutting there was so interesting because your your mind automatically assumes that, oh, shit, is Mark Rylance going to be um, picking up a Nazi? Because we just saw a Nazi go down. So, like, you're adding to the anxiety of, like, what is Mark Rylance's unknowing of what just happened? So it adds – it's so interesting. Like, that's so weird. But you can only have done that because of the time framing, the time dilation. Mm -hmm. So that's why, like, it's – because the first time around, you're like, oh, shit, is that Nazi? Because we just saw that information, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But it's like it's like the sort of meta thing to where it's like – you had to um, be put – it was like to put you in a place of anxiety. And that's yeah. why it was edited that that way, you know? Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. Yeah, and that's that that seems to be his, his ultimate goal with this movie is to make – is to, like, knock you off your balance, to make you feel like the characters did, um, to ratchet up the tension – um, I, I remember when this movie was announced that it was going to be PG 13 and mm. a lot of people were kind of confused by that. They were like, how, how are you going to make a good, like intense, like it's sounding like he's trying to do war movie mm. without like blood and gore. And the way that you do it is it's like, it, <sighs> well, I, yeah, like yeah. I, I mean, there was some scenes where they should have had blood Honestly, like the blood packets from like the beginning with uh, you know Bandage Snatch Kid like mm-hmm. running away, that were it, it's kind of weird to see them not have blood and they would just fall over. But yeah, I think like this is one of the best war movies because yeah, yeah. Um, the fact is that you know the enemy you're not gonna you're not going to see their perspective if you're. Mm-hmm if you're just a soldier just fighting yeah like you don't get to see like you never really come up close to the enemy yeah you just shoot each other right and that's what's so amazing about this film is that like you kept seeing like enemies from a distance there's this is like this monster that is like knocking yeah. like on your door that you can't really see yeah and even when they even had the nazis at the end they were all blurred out because it's just like yeah you know, an unknown, an unknown force. Well, yeah. yeah, and I, th- I think maybe we talked about this on Inception, but like he, it, it is that like existential horror, that unknowing that he plays with in this movie, and, um, and just the the tension of that. And I, I, I think like when what I was gonna what I was getting to before is like he he doesn't even he doesn't even need blood, like he doesn't need yeah. blood and gore to make you feel like the characters. Um, and th- that's what hit me when we saw it in IMAX um, is that opening where the guys are just getting picked off. It's like, Oh yeah. War movie doesn't have to be mm. saving private Ryan. Like saving private Ryan is great in its own thing, but like, yeah, you really don't need gore mm. to make an incredibly tense. And uh, like, Oh fuck. Like this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's really a survival cool. movie. Yeah. It's like that. It's, that's what it is more than um, anybody getting into like, I, I guess the 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 air the aerial dogfighting scenes are as close as it gets to yeah. um, a, a typical war movie. Um, mm. 
And I guess, and I think that's what makes those scenes so gratifying is the, the amount of control that like Tom Hardy has, mm. uh, being a pilot as opposed to like Mark Rylance and his little dinghy are helpless. Yeah. Uh, are the, the guys on the, the mole, right? Mm. They're completely helpless. Like they're, they're, he's the only one who has somewhat of a, yeah, as power, but it like, quickly goes away because his yeah. his fuel gauge gets shot, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah, you know, just, that that's all yeah. visual shit too, yeah. man. And then he's and then he's writing the yeah. fuel that the other guy tells him, and then uh, then the other guy goes yeah. down, so he can't track it, and it's like, uh, like that's just so interesting. It's like it's not yeah. really like anything really important to the plot, but mm-hmm. it's just like oh, this is like. Oh, he's adapting to the problem at hand, you know, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're, and we're into how, like how he's doing it, like reasonably. Like he's writing, yeah, he's writing down how many gallons the other. Oh, yeah. the the si- the handsome Simon Pegg character. It's not Simon oh, Pegg, yeah. but he's he's the handsome. That guy version. does look like Simon. I mean, Simon Pegg is is handsome, but now. this he's guy like is very true. handsome. This guy's though. very handsome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the other cool British pilot yeah. guy, mm-hmm. um, dude. That scene, yeah, that scene when. Dude, they lost an IMAX camera on that scene. Oh, really? This is the scene when he crashes in when the ocean. stuck in this cockpit. Yeah. yeah, they they put an IMAX camera on a fucking Mustang and they put it in the ocean. They, and it yeah. fucking sunk yeah. and they lost an IMAX camera. Like it just it just if it's if we went out there and we mm-hmm. went to the ocean, it'd be down in Well, the, they they had to retrieve it to get the footage, oh. but the footage Dude, it's it's insane because I was listening to um, this roundtable with uh, what's uh, Hoyt von Hoytema. Th- yeah, that's his name, Hoyt von Hoytema, um, where he talked about that, and he said like, yeah, we retrieved the footage, and like the water had some weird effect that we ended up just keeping in. Oh wow! Which is like that's that's such insane. Like mm. only on a weird high budget Nolan movie uh, mm, yeah. is shit like that gonna happen. Yeah. You know. Um, so uh, we 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 borrowed. Um, antique wall planes and put in the water and put a bunch of IMAX cameras in it and uh, it had sunk into the ocean and we had to dive we had to get James Cameron in his little boat and we had to <laughs> dive down to the bottom of the depths and James Cameron's always like just like on his boat just ready to fucking go like <laughs> Just waiting for someone. Someone needs yeah. me to retrieve something. Oceanographers right and like uh, filmmakers have them on speed dial. They're like, "Hey, J- hey, Jim, Jim, you like, got you got your no, boat. No, the, we lost a camera. We need and, your boat." And J- Jim's like, he, he's like, before he picks up the phone, he's like staring at his computer. It says Avatar Two. God, <laughs> he's just like, he's just like. Uh. Yeah. And he's like, he looks at, he looks at his, his camera, his phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He grabs like, oh, I'm oh. on it. I'm already in the. Uh, I'm already. <laughs> my like, feet are zoom, already wet. It zooms out, and he's like on the fucking boat, like it just closes the laptop. Yeah. <laughs> Avatar push back to 2022. Uh, <laughs> God. Oh, <man. sighs> okay, have I have I told you about my like mm-hmm. super out there Cameron theory? No. I this would have is, remembered if uh, if so. I think this is slander. Mm, I'll just say just it. say yeah. Just this is a funny idea, a funny bit that I don't at all think is true. It's a joke <laughs> thing. Um, kind of seems kind of seems like the guy's laundering money. <laughs> Doesn't make sense that his movies make that much for that long. Does not make any fucking sense. <laughs> true lies. At the time, highest yeah. grossing movie of all time. Titanic, mm. highest grossing movie of, of all, all time. time. 
Avatar, highest grossing movie, movie of all time. time. I don't know, man. Let's let's keep an eye on the uh, Avatar two oh, through thirty box office. When he does his submarine stuff, he's just smuggling cocaine. Holy shit! Or like Colombian gold or something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, man. I, don't I, know. I think James uh, Cameron. We challenge you, come for an interview on Director's Showdown and tell us the truth. Tell us the, tell the truth. Tell us the, the truth. As Will Smith once famously said in that movie. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. I think that's pretty accurate. That's, pretty, um, yeah. that's not an accent I should be doing on the podcast. Well, we but. some kind of truths. Squad, <laughs> some kind of tell the truth. What if when we go to buy our tickets, yeah. keep an eye out for this for, for Avatar okay. Two? Yeah. yeah, you're you're sitting there in line. A shady guy in a trench coat <laughs> is standing in front of you. Yeah, um, he's got sunglasses on, a beard. He's wearing a fedora, and his arms are suspiciously small for some reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He kind of looks both ways when the, the teller mm. kind of tells him to come up. Mm. Uh, sir, what are you seeing tonight? That's what they always yeah. ask, right? Um, and uh, they just see like a black void on the face. Like you don't actually see anything yeah. except for the hat and the trench coat. You, and you know, and you know yeah. what he says? What does he say? I need to buy out the rest of the screenings for tonight's Avatar 2 showings. Mm-hmm. Uh, ex- excuse me, sir? You want to you buy, buy out every screening of avatar two for the rest of the night yes and that's happening nationwide <laughs> adam fucking Na- Nation- nobody's talking about it i don't know it makes sense that's my pitch it, it makes that's my sense pitch. titanic was a bad movie and it i can't get on board with that but i like titanic I, avatar you can't is, get on board you can't go off board <laughs> Put me in one of the little boats and ship me <laughs> off to sea, gang. Yeah. Um, but, guys, all I'm saying is keep an eye on the box office for Avatar 2. Av- Avatar. Endgame. Am I saying that wrong? Avatar. No. Avatar. Why does that sound weird to Avatar say? Avatar. Avatar. It's one of those words where you say it enough that it starts sounding wrong. Yeah, it starts like, becoming meaningless. Yeah. Avatar 2. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Avatar 2, the seed bearer. Y'all excited? Seed, as in like a plant, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like a bearer. Yeah, a good word to put in the title of a big blockbuster film. So that's literally balls. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, bearers. Be about balls. Seed bearers mm-hmm. are balls. Yeah, are testicles. What if that's the next four movies? Is like he dives into like the reproduction system. Which is like, weird because they cast he casted a bunch of kids. Remember that? Yeah, dude. Remember they put out that cast <laughs> photo that cast and it was photo. like what? There's like a billion kids. Yeah. I think it's gonna be uh Jake and uh I don't know any characters. N- Natiri names. Natiri, or something yeah. like that. N- Netanyahu? No, it's Natiri, yeah. Jake <laughs> Jake Soli? Yeah, Jake. Yeah, and Natiri. Man, that kids. guy what's the name of that actor? Sam Worthington. Man, he 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 has he's from the two thousands, huh? Oh boy. He's coming back. What, from what the a dead. sign of the times. He was in McGee's Terminator Salvation. Uh <laughs> uh God, Clash of the Titans. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. God, Clash that movie should have been cool. It God, that movie been. sucked, man. Yeah, not a good actor. Um I mean, I don't know. Maybe, well, he's an Australian actor. Apparently, he was big over there. Um, came to America mm. 
Um, and uh, everybody fucking ate him up, man. Because he just looked like a generic white guy mm-hmm. with a buzz cut, you know? And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah this guy's perfect for 2000s. Yeah. You know? Just He's, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, God, yeah. The other guy. Uh, Boomerang. Boomerang. <laughs> From Suicide Squad. <sighs> God, what's so he has a weird-ass name, too. It's like something... God, why can't I remember his... I mean, there's a reason I can't remember his name. It's because he's one of these just Jai bland... Courtney. Jai uh, Courtney. Jai Courtney, yeah. yeah. The uh, default creative character from any FIFA game. <laughs> Jai Courtney himself, <laughs> whose who's magical yeah. power in Suicide Squad is that he could magically summon a beer whenever he wanted. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, oh, looking forward to seeing uh, good old Boomerang return in uh, in Guns. Get sequel. it? Return? Yeah. Because the Boomerang. Oh, like a Boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, we're yeah. killing it this episode, this is, man. Anyways, this is our best. Dun Kirk mm-hmm. Donkey. Yeah. Dun Kirk Donkey. Let's talk about um let's talk about um the mole a bit with our, our, our friend uh Bandersnatch guy. And um H- Harry Styles, right? The um the singer? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um because prob- he's a, was he the French guy? No, he he was the guy with the good hair that swam out from the ship that sunk, that joined (laughs) them, that joined them, and after they they climbed up on the um, dock. Oh, yeah, he was him. Yeah, the guy who tries to. Oh, the handsome boy. The handsome boy. Yeah, of course. Is he? He was a Highlander, right? Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean exactly? I think it's a. I don't know. I think it's like a troop in. The British, the Royal Army, I would assume. Okay, maybe like maybe a private, like a something. Green Beret or something. I would mm-hmm. assume. Okay, you know, like a like a, a regiment. You know. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Because um, it would make sense that they want to get the Highlanders out because they want the elite like troops to mm-hmm. to be alive. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, they're so yeah their whole their whole story is just like yeah it's it's such an existential dread thing where it's like. Fuck, England is right there. Mm-hmm. Like it like fucking Bronny even says it. He's like, We can practic I can practically see home. And it's like the the channel I was looking it up last night, like the channel really isn't that big. It's like th- for for where they were, it was about thirty seven miles. Oh wow. Um from England. Uh where where Dunkirk is from France. I drive that like in a day. Thirty seven miles. Yeah, you know, just about. Yeah, I mean to and from. Mm-hmm. Um still, man, swimming that though, Christ. Which apparently a lot of guys tried to do. What a bad idea! Yeah, even I can't with even do waters. a fucking mile swimming. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Because that, that's I, that's right. That's why I looked it up. Is because the guy walks into the sea, and I mean that could be read as either like I think he was just trying to fucking yeah, like either suicide or like uh, or like fuck it, I, I might as well just try because like we're yeah. sitting like we're sitting ducks here, bombs every day, yeah, coming yeah. Um, and what I, I found interesting actually when I look that up too um, is actually the Germans were told to um, stop their forward advances, mm. like a, as they got pressed right up against the English at Dunkirk. Um, I, I, I couldn't find a reason why, but it's apparently this like famous uh, or infamous like miscalculation on the Germans' part 
hmm. that that they did not push on to Dunkirk and like finish it off and finish it off. Yeah, yeah. because because uh, I I think what what it was is they thought that um, that they were like fucked anyways, and yeah. they did not foresee um, the civilians. To yeah, Churchill's. Uh, call to action operation dynamo mm. to basically um get every fucking boat out there mm. uh on the english channel to to cross over into france well survival can make you do some pretty uh wacky mm. stuff you know like yeah. i mean who would have thought the civilians would have came yeah, yeah man and that's it's it. uh that that's yeah that's like this super famous uh like that's like the moment that you learn about in uh British history apparently. Like oh, really? they, they yeah, that's like yeah, I mean the the big moment where like ev- all of Britain's united and we're all supporting each other and it's helping like each other. Kind of like you know 911 sort of like except like rescuing sort of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. Something something akin to that. Um yeah. because uh I remember um I remember like tearing up on that scene was the big reveal of them all like showing mm-hmm. up at one time. It's yeah. just like such a, such a tension breaker. And it's just like, everything was like culminating to this yeah. point. God, the finally score. see it. Yeah. <sighs> boy, we got to talk about Hans. Got to talk we about boy. Hans, Hans Zim. boy. Hans Zimmer yeah, in the corner. This, this is like as much God, dude, like such a credit. Th- this movie success is such a credit to, how fucking good Hans Zimmer is, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, j- just from, just, just from the get go when his score is, uh, ba- it's basically like helping you learn how time is going to work in the movie. Mm. Uh, just being like the, for the mole and then like for the boats and then like the air is like, it's like yeah, it's so ah, clever it's fucking yeah. ingenious man yeah, um yeah. and god man yeah the way that it well let's talk about story. one of the best scenes in the movie which is uh the the uh, the boat mm-hmm. the torpedo boat scene oh my god dude yeah that 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 scene is so great and uh i mean f- yeah further the 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 visual storytelling and yeah, there you go uh, yeah, um yeah. where and and i didn't catch it until last night also mm. the the that the Gibson is French, right? Yeah. Um, that when they get onto the boat, he's like, I'm he's not outside. Going. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to go into that fucking like it's a steel trap. Of yeah, a the boat. steel trap and uh, Finn and fucking uh, uh, handsome Finn boy from, from Star Wars, huh? Last Jedi, Finn. Yeah, Finn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that last Jedi reference. Yep. Any, any, that, that's any another square. Way. Hey, oh, square. that that is <laughs> that, no, that's three squares, yeah. man. That's like three <laughs> whole fucking squares. Um, uh, yeah, dude, that scene is so good because uh, uh, the lead character they go in there and they're like, oh fuck yeah, oh we're safe. Uh, let, let's get some fucking jam on bread. And then he fucking looks at them, close the door, lock it, hmm. and he's like, hmm. <laughs> This doesn't look too good for yeah, me. Yeah, this isn't great. And so I love that they kind of just slowly walk mm. near the door. Um, and yeah, man, it's it, the tension building and all this stuff is is constant. And that, that's why it makes sense that it's not like a two and a half hour movie. Mm. It's because it's very intentionally. Your heart, your heart rate is constantly <laughs> like high. Yeah. Because you're like, I know what's going, like I knew what's going to happen on this viewing, but... 
my heart was still like beating like rapidly because of like the the Hans Zimmer score and what was happening. Yeah, and like my favorite part is that part where the boat gets uh, hit with the torpedo, and then you hear like like. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know if that's a good impression of it, but no, yeah, uh, I know what you mean though. Yeah, it's like very like. it's so it, it no you know what it reminds me of mm-hmm. insert insert sonic um drowning music it's like mm. you ever play uh sonic the hedgehog not really no no well when he's like in the water mm-hmm. look it up okay and it sounds just like the hans zimmer score for like it's so like i'll input it here yeah, yeah <laughs> i'll, I'll actually yeah yeah i'm gonna make a note to fucking insert yeah insert that sonic thing here God, dude, that scene, yeah, and it's it's so God. It's when, like a ticking ticking bomb. Yeah, it's yeah. a tick. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's a countdown to a bomb going yeah. off, and, and you don't even know. Like, yeah, you just know something fucking is going to happen. Like, you don't know that anything's going to blow up, but it feels like something huge is going to happen just because of the score, you know. And yeah. you're like, this guy needs to get the fuck out of here. They need to get the hell yeah. out of here. And then he looks over the edge, and you just see the fucking bomb mm. in the water. I love that visual. And then it oh, hits yeah. the boat, and then they start fucking mm. rocking. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... it's uh, Like, no no character is ever safe. Like, you never feel safe watching, mm. the, watching this movie. And it's like... Uh, what I also realized last night is, like, only the best movies... Uh, upon rewatching them, will you be still like s- something different? Yeah. yeah. Will you st- still feel tense and also be like, Oh, come on. Something different can happen. Right. Like, yeah. like where, where you can kind of have that like almost childish, like inner dialogue of like, Oh, this, this might end up different. Come on. This, this yeah. can end up different, even though it's a fucking movie that's been put on film. And like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe yeah. that's just me, but yeah. it's like, I still have that sometimes watching like, good movies for like the third or fourth time yeah, you know? because uh i remember having that when i was a, a very small and very dumb child where i thought whatever because i watched the lion king like so many times that's a great example yeah and i knew what was going to happen to mufasa but i always in the back of my mind i was like mufasa Dude, he's gonna like kill you. You need to like. <laughs> don't you know? Don't like, you know? Yeah, like, as like the third party fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I wanted to like tell him like Foss, he's gonna he's yeah. gonna do it. Yeah. And for some reason, I thought that would affect the movie, and oh, it would just yeah. be like different this time, and then we could avoid the whole scar situation. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's like, come on, maybe the movie will be 20 minutes this time and it will just credits right after. I would be and totally happy. happy to see Simba being, yeah. you know, fine with his dad. Yeah. Maybe that's what the, the fucking uh, remakes doing. Maybe they're going to announce the runtime 24 minutes. Huh? Hmm. That's that, hmm, that's a, a TV show's length. Let's go check this out. And, Speaking of the yeah. director's showdown season with John Favreau would be very weird. Boy, that'd be that'd an interesting. Be, uh, did he? Did he? He directed um, Swingers, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah, directed Swingers. He directed yeah. uh, Elf, uh, Iron Man. Yeah, you know, Elf is what earned him Iron Man. Really? Yeah, he made they, all that money. I don't even. 
I, I guess so, man. They they saw Elf and something clicked and uh You know Elf, hey you wanna handle Iron <laughs> This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's bizarre, man. But yeah, he's yeah, he would be interesting, man. I, Iron Man, we'd we'd probably have to cover Cowboys and Aliens. Oh yeah. A movie that, movie that disappeared so off the face bad. of the earth. That movie's ugh. It's like it's not even bad in the way that it's interesting. It's just so yeah. bland and just it's one of the most like it's got to be like a ratio of like most bland to mm-hmm. most exciting concept for a movie because you had Harrison Ford, you had Daniel Craig, yeah. you had Olivia um, Munn, no, no, Wild, Wild, Wild. Yeah. yeah, you had you had these great actors mm-hmm. and actresses. Yeah, and then you have cowboys and you have aliens. Yeah, dude. What what, what, what could go wrong? Yeah, and it's like it was. He was hot off of. Uh, God, did he do? It was probably after that. Iron it was Man. after Iron Man two. I was gonna say because um, Iron Man two came out real soon after Iron Man, mm. so I don't think he squeezed it in the middle there. Um, and yeah, dude, now he's like Disney's guy. Now he's doing like the Mandalorian show, which I mm. hope is good. Um, looks he's, good. Yeah, he's like a, a slave to Disney Masters now. Yeah, and just dude, kind of he's like guy. He just gets handed projects from Disney and just mm-hmm. says, "All right, yeah, okay." He he kind of the the way that his on stage, um, I don't know the the way that he was at Star Wars Celebration read to me like Disney might be maybe looking to him to be a Feige figure in the future. Mean a producer, it just just as like a spearhead of a franchise, like it yeah. the way that he was interacting with, um, I don't know, fans and like the the questions and stuff, and the way that he was talking about Star Wars made me think like, mm, is is Marvel maybe like thinking to put this guy in charge like in the in the next few years? And did I say Marvel? I meant Star Wars, um, yeah. Lucasfilm, because um, yeah, I mean the guy's super passionate. He like knows his stuff about Star Wars. But, oh really? I didn't know he was like a yeah Star Wars guy. Yeah, and it's it's uh, I don't know. Mandalorian seems like it's going to be cool. So I guess I guess we'll see. Hopefully he's done making uh, CG remakes of cartoons. Disney, yeah. um, that's just a weird thing. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, Lion King doesn't look that inspired, but you know, yeah, man, God, that movie looks uh, so dull. It yeah. looks so boring. Because there was something charming about the vibrant colors and the absolutely, man. Very yeah. because like everything was lit in a in a way, in a way that uh, conveyed the scene. You know, mm-hmm. like Scar's scene would be like either hellfire yeah. or like toxic poison greens absolutely. and dark hues. While like you know, you would have the vibrance of uh, the jungle with Simba. That's that's the great thing Pumbaa. about animation, man. Yeah. And um and yeah, this is just that, hyper-realism. It's yeah, it's strange. planet Earth. It's like why yeah. I don't that speaking of animation, I I would love for us to do like an animation season at some point. Oh, I think yeah. that could be I can think that I think we talked a little really bit cool. about it, but we couldn't maybe like Miyazaki or uh Miyazaki's yeah. OP though. You think it's he is a little bit OP. Yeah, you'd have to get like one of the Disney Satoshi, guys. Satoshi Kone, I would put him up against Satoshi Kone. Oh, you guys were talking about that on the last one, Yeah, right? who's done um, Paprika Bloom. and Perfect Blue. Yeah. Okay. There's other ones that, he's that, done. That, that might be kind of cool, yeah. That'd be a, a fair matchup, I think. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Now, yeah. Um, spoilers. Spoilers. For something um, we don't know. But yeah, Dunkirk. Let's talk about the air a little bit. Um, I guess we kind of have some some of the the, the air stuff. Um, definitely the uh, like 
the least amount of screen time in the movie mm. is is given to the kind of dog fighting and, mm. and all that stuff. Um, but God, dude, it's just and all the credit to to Nolan and like Hoyt von Hoytema, the cinematographer and stuff. It's like yeah, actually shooting it and like not doing CG gives you such a such a rush. It's like know. yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like such a it's so tactile and you're like fuck. These are I know I'm watching real planes. Mm. Um, I don't know if they were actually shooting. I don't know if that was CG. Um, I know they weren't shooting at each other, obviously, but like no, the guns. No, I, I, I read that um, Nolan went into the celluloid editing office mm-hmm. and just got a just got a marker and started drawing each frame and <laughs> just like. Oh man! For a second, old... I was like, on, I was like, I, thought, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? He? What? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, um, just like the classic Star Wars with the lightsabers, <laughs> draw it in frame by frame. Right? Yeah. God, damn. I don't know. I don't know how they would have done that. Maybe I guess I wouldn't be surprised if they just drew it in like that on the celluloid. Celluloid. Yeah, I don't. I, he's he's a guy who like rarely, rarely ever even goes near CGI. Mm-hmm. But like when he does, it's like if if he has no other possible way to do it, mm. then he'll like maybe do it. Like there's so, a couple, yeah. even Interstellar, a lot of Interstellar they filmed with like IMAX Practical, cameras yeah. on jets and shit like that. And yeah, man, it's... See, that's what's so interesting that why we're doing uh, Nolan versus Fincher because Fincher is like kind of the opposite in a way. Wow, yeah. That's a good point. I'm surprised we haven't brought up yet, honestly. <laughs> we'll have to keep that in mind uh, to talk about here in the wrap-up. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but uh, yeah. Yeah, the... Uh, I, my One of my favorite scenes also, in addition... There's so many fucking amazing scenes, but mm-hmm. I think the one that I also, like, teared up again with was uh, with Tom Hardy... In his plane, in the in the um, fuel's gone. Yeah, but he just took down the last bomber in heroic in a heroic effort. Effort. Yeah, and he's just gliding like past like Dunkirk, <sighs> just and everyone's cheering him on, and you could just see it just floating. And it's mm-hmm. so it's so gorgeous. It's yeah, beautiful, dude. It's fucking beautiful. Like I looked mm. up while I was watching this, I was like, tell me that this movie at least got fucking nominated for cinematography. Mm -hmm. And he did, and he didn't win. Um, who won for Dunkirk year? Probably some, someone's dumb. Was it, uh, it might've been shape of water. I don't know. I can't remember. Shape of Water was the same year, huh? Yeah. was. Was it? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, no, wasn't no, huh? It's not Blade Runner. Blade Runner was another year. Whoa, dude! I think it. Uh, no, no, it was, was. Deacon's one, dude. Okay, okay Deacon's one. Yeah, Deacon should. <laughs> yeah, dude. It would have been. It would have been if it wasn't for Deacon <laughs> getting his legacy Oscar yeah. finally. But Blade Runner was visually fucking. Yeah, amazing. that's the only movie where it's yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the deserved winner. Yeah, it's like, like you can't even, even though argue. Dunkirk yeah. is fucking beautiful. It's like yeah. a beautiful, beautiful movie. Um, yeah, dude, that scene and, and, and Zimmer is just like, that's, that's getting back to the score thing. That's what's incredible about the score is the, the best scores in my mind tell a story. Um, and the, the score for this movie tells such a story in that it's, it's literally just ticking the whole movie pretty much. Um, 
And then at the end, the ticking stops. We're done with building tension. And then it's just like this glorious fucking like, and it's just like, ah, yes, fucking, uh, they escaped and the boats are coming in. Hardy fucking killed yeah, the guy. Like when the boats came in, it had that kind of like, I don't know, like some sort of, I don't know how to describe it. Like a reveal. Guy. Yeah. Like a, a like pan. A, yeah. Like it sounded so, um, like it was a heroic, uh, mm. uh, entrance. I don't know. You had that symphony yeah, come in when, for sure. When, you know, Kenneth, uh, whatever his name is, uh, Kenneth the starts Hamlet. crying. Yeah. Yeah. Hamlet starts crying. Yeah, is he is he there for that? I forget. He he looks over and he sees the boats and he starts tearing up. Oh, that's right, dude. Yeah. That's why you get Brana, dude. To, to just like have a scene like that where you can just like snap of a finger, just like oh man, I, I feel for this guy. Yeah, um, yeah. That scene's so incredible, man. And just the fact that um, he kind of pulls off the magic trick of like. Yeah, we've been following one of these boats the whole movie. Yeah. And, like, sometimes you can see some of those boats, too. That's mm-hmm. what I like about it uh, upon rewatching. It's like, oh, yeah, you can see, like, three or four boats behind uh, Ryan Lance and the gang. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and But then at the end, you have, like, the ultimate reveal of, like, yeah, there's fucking, like, 100, 200 mm-hmm. or more boats, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about the 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 boat the boat the George boat because we haven't <laughs> the, the the boat George yeah yeah that scene yeah we haven't even talked about that at we, all yeah the 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 third piece of the puzzle um, here yeah so you got uh, Rylance you got I don't know who the handsome blonde boy the handsome blonde boy another uh, little British handsome British he's probably boy. in some like band that we don't know of probably some yeah some British <laughs> punk band or something and then you got uh, George yeah you got weird looking uh, fucking uh, Wait, you don't like him I don't, I, don't. I kinda I kinda don't dude I kinda don't um, he, he, he always looks like he's uh, he's like special you I'm gonna this I mean? is bad for like a like a <laughs> yes kinda yeah like I'm gonna do this visual gag for an audio medium right now and be like he always does this thing like with his face like <laughs> I don't know it's like I'm glad I'm glad you're not describing it like he, he no, just kinda, no this is what he does he he like squints one eye, and his one side of his his opposite side of the mouth yeah. goes open, and his other side yeah. closes. So it's like, okay, I guess I could see that. And like, he always is, he gives a conf- it's like a confused look, and he's done the same look in um in uh, killing of the, the sacred, sacred deer. deer. Yeah, Which I think you, I think he's it he's works used very well in that movie. Yeah. I hate him in that yeah. movie, and you're kind of supposed to, but like. He he gives off like that. He he gives off like that kind of naivete, sort of juvenile like freshness, yeah. and like doesn't really know. Not very smart, you know. Mm. It's just kind of that. That's and it works in this movie. I, I think I mean? so too. I I think so too. It's uh he. You know what it is? He has a a dumb British face. <laughs> He just, he just, yeah. it's like his yeah. face, his face, he looks dumb. And I'm so <laughs> that 
that's so, that's so mean. But like, but the thing is, I, I I think he's fine. I think he's like a fine actor. But my my issue with him arose when they cast him in uh, the Why the Last Man show, which wasn't picked up. Actually, they filmed a pilot and they actually didn't go ahead with it. Um, but he, to me, just was not the the character that he was going to play in that show, mm-hmm. uh, based on like a really great um, comic series. But um, I like him fine as an actor. I just I thought for that role, I was like, that is the weirdest fucking casting I can imagine. Um, but uh, yeah, he plays George. He plays George. Oh, George! And what was great about his like his um, how how he even got on the boat was that. He also did, you know, Nolan was doing his time shit again and syncing up, like, the issues that were going on in, uh, no, it was, it was, it was, uh, uh, what is it, our, our Bandersnatch boy trying to get that mm-hmm. wounded guy to the boat, and then yeah, it was, yeah. and then it had, uh, Tom Hardy, who was, uh, chasing a bandit while they were trying to, while George was, and, and Mark Rylance and Blonde Boy Mm-hmm. We're trying to get the life jackets on before the navy, navy could. That's to right. commandeer it. Yeah, yeah. Because they they were putting sailors onto the boats with them, mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, I want to. I yeah. want to. I want to do it without them." You yeah, know I mean? like so, I like I want to be in in control of my boat. I want to yeah. save these guys. And it was just so interesting because like you, your heart's pounding because of of. Uh, the 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 medical scene you know mm-hmm. like not the medical scene the yeah transporting the wounded guy on the yeah. mole yeah, yeah yeah and then you're dealing with the 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 dog fight mm-hmm. and you're like oh shit like you'll feel just as that's what's kind of brilliant about this movie is that you yeah, feel yeah. just as tense for a seemingly like calm scene yeah, you know yeah but it place it's like this weird like postmodern, I'm sorry, postmodern. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. A thing where it's like you're, you're, saying. you're transferring the emotions that are going on with other scenes mm-hmm. to convey what those characters are feeling at that moment, even though it looks kind of like a boring scene. Yeah, you know that's what was Absolutely. so brilliant about them. That, that's the movie, why. Yeah, that's why I mean? you're right that it could really only be. Uh, a movie it can only mm. be like a, a story told visually like um like this and it's like uh yeah it's it's the, the that's whole what he's trying line. to do with interstellar a bit mm-hmm. and i think that's what he was trying to do with interstellar with murphy and well murphy okay and, uh, yeah jumping back and forth between the farm it, and the, yeah, yeah trying yeah. to trying to do that but it was not as smooth and amazing as it yeah. is in Dunkirk. yeah well it's like yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like he yeah, I, I think that's a lot of the reason why he did this movie too. Is like he was like, let's just take all the, let's strip everything down, and let's mm. just tell a story as like cleanly as we can. the 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 thing that you were getting uh, that you were talking about with the whole um, having it in three different uh, mm. what do you call that temporalities? I guess I time don't know. Dilations, like, yeah, yeah. Time, like uh, lengths of time. Yeah, is it, it's almost like he. I don't know if maybe that was his goal from the start or if he was like, okay, so this dog fighting scene, the most tense version of that story mm. is just in an hour. Yeah. And like the, uh, scene on a boat, the most tense version, that story has to be a day. Yeah. And it's almost like maybe he started writing the script or something and was, and was then like, oh, well we can section this off mm. to make sense. And 
the each story will be as tense as it needs to be because yeah. I can jump around in time. Exactly. You know, it's 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 so it's kind of genius. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy because he yeah. can cover all aspects of that situation without having to say, okay, here's the, here's the mall. Okay, here's here's boat. Okay, here's yeah. sky. Because mm-hmm. then you're being introduced to like if you went in that order. Where you start from the mole, yeah. Like if you if you re-edited this film into its like actual chronological order, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have known about Mark Ryland so way later. Or exactly. Tom yeah, you yeah. wouldn't care because like oh, we were following. Why is this guy being introduced fifty minutes in? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was like cool that he did it this way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To yeah. where it's like oh, I'm like with everybody this whole way until they. So I guess like the structure of the film is like three. You know, you have the three ones. It's three fucking layers, dude. Yeah, three it's fucking layers. This inception shit. So one is yeah. one is moving faster. Like the week is moving faster than uh, the hour. Yeah, and obviously faster than the day, and the day is moving faster than the hour. Mm-hmm. So they all start going, and then the uh, the the plane catches up to the the boat the boat yeah they yeah. start to converge into the two and then those two start to uh converge with uh the yeah. mole yeah and then you know what nolan does mm. he continues he splits them off into three again and speeds up the mole because you see him go to the train and then yeah then he's then you also speed up the uh the the um the fucking what the uh the, the boat, boat, yeah, yeah, to where he's at in the newspaper. It's all about the same like length, like they're all kind of. Oh like, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he ends the plane right after Dunkirk. Right at oh, so yeah. it, it like it all keeps like kind of succinct with like the timeline yeah. pacing. So it's like it goes to three and then parts at three again. Like yeah. they convert. It's like this sort of. Uh, it looks like an X chromosome, except with three like. No, or, yeah, you know dude, I mean? that's, I that's that's fascinating. I didn't think is. about the ending yeah. like that um, until you just pointed it out. Mm. I, I really, I really love that ending, dude. It's so beautiful, and like the 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 boat stuff. Ultimately, the 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 purpose of the stuff that at least happens with George and stuff. I think it has such a like beautiful oh, ending. It's so powerful, yeah, yeah. It's so it's so powerful. It's almost it. It does remind me. Um, God, dude, it reminds me of something, and I can't piece it together. Like, the whole, like, yeah, you did something bad, but, like, I'm not going to tell you about it because you don't need to know about that. It's like, I don't like know. Your, it's like, your life is already so, fucked like, up. fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, him having, like, PTSD. Like, he's yeah. fucked for life. Yeah. Because even Mark Rylance, like, set it up. He, like, he may never be the same again. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, dude. And just, it's like, why burden him with something that, like... I don't know why, why, why spit on, you know, George's like he, George was, was just trying to help. Mm-hmm. And why would you give the truth? It's again, like a kind of a dark night situation. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing about like what the sure, power yeah, of yeah. like lies are. Yeah. And how like the greater, the greater thing to do would be concealing. To lie. Yeah, yeah. Concealing the truth might be the best, uh, mm-hmm. best route to take. Because like yeah. George wouldn't want to be known as like, 
I got hit by a soldier and like I died. Yeah, like he he. Won. It totally is a yeah. Dark Knight thing, dude. It's a dark Knight that's thing. yeah, that's yeah. fascinating. He's he's he yeah he's like super intrigued by that idea for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, talking about this movie more, I I, I really do think that I, I think Dunkirk is hopefully the start of a new. Nolan, man, because like it's it's an exciting fucking movie when you break it down. I think he had to get away from his brother. Ooh, that's an interesting take. Yeah, yeah. his brother went off to do Westworld. And, so, and it's just him writing the new yeah, one too. And it's yeah. not like it's not as complex as uh, you know. Well, in what I think, I even forgot to bring up on Interstellar when I was saying like, oh, the root of my issues is actually the script stuff. It's it's because the Nolan bros took a script that had been, no, you mentioned that. I I guess I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's not a script that that's theirs. It's like inherently not a story that they came up with. Um, well, I mean, to me, it seems like tracking, it seems like Jonathan Nolan seems to be one who likes some more complicated, like, Mm. uh, stuff like Nolan, like Christopher Nolan likes the, the time stuff. Mm hmm. But um, Jonathan seems to make more complex narratives. Like Westworld, I mean, if you've seen Westworld, you'll know how like mm-hmm. how many fucking branches are all over the place on that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah especially yeah. fucking season two, man. Jesus Christ. Which I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't finished, actually. I still need yeah, to finish I it, but... I have yeah. it. I just haven't watched it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, dude, I mean, it's 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 exciting because I, I, I hope... I hope from here on out we get more movies that stray closer to Dunkirk in terms of their um like audacious storytelling like like mm. it's I I hope basically what I hope is that he goes more of a route where he's like I'm not really going to worry too much if every audience member knows exactly what's happening mm. and but then again Dunkirk is a pretty, I feel like people understood what no, was happening, yeah, every, every, but it's like, part, it's yeah. almost exposition free. It's like yeah. experimental. I hope that mm. he, he lit, Nolan, gets even more weirder, dude. Yeah. I hope that he mm. gets even more experimental well, and out there. Yeah. No one literally said that Dunkirk was experimental. Like, yeah, that's, that's the word he used, which yeah, when yeah. I was reading about, I was like, what does that mean for a world war two film? Like I was so like weirded mm. out. Like why would, yeah, that was definitely yeah. in like yeah, like the pre-release uh, mm-hmm. kind of marketing for it. Um, yeah. yeah, it's going to be exciting, dude. I I think. Yeah, I I, I hope that um, you think and you hope. I think and I hope that you he hope you think he just does what he wants to do. That he doesn't care too much about um, explaining to the audience every like like the Interstellar stuff. Man, it's like mm-hmm. my issues with Interstellar. I hope that he kind of just simplifies it it just depends it depends on what the story is because if if it's something if it's something about like relativistic relativistic physics it's like yeah Mm. you're gonna if 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 the movie is 150 million dollars and you have to make your make your money back it's like well you're kind of stuck that you have to explain like yeah some stuff because Mm -hmm. You know, Marge and Marge and George are going to come in and say, "Oh, that's a bit weird. I don't know yeah. what's happening there." I don't quite. I'm going to tell. 
time in the movie. I'm going to go tell uh, Diane next door to not watch that weird movie. And, you know, all yeah. those flyover states won't, won't watch it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, guess, I guess what I mean is I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess it's just I, I want him to keep experimenting with how he tells stories visually. Like, like the uh, – mm-hmm. um, why can't I remember the fucking name, dude? The – Memento. It's like Memento and Dunkirk are these really interesting bookends mm. for us to talk about this season, I feel like, because they're where he's like ultimately really uh, fudging around with like time, how he's showing that visually, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just I just hope he, he keeps kind of uh, doing experimental shit like that. I think it'd be mm-hmm. really cool to to see. I mean, if he's doing a time travel movie, I mean. Which is the the rumor at this point? I mean, that'll be that'll be fucking. It's always wild. something to do with time. It's gotta be, man. It's got that's that uh, that fucking Tarkovsky quote, man. Mm-hmm. You know, time is the uh, blah blah blah. I've already said it twice. Yeah, you said. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, do you have any closing thoughts on? Uh, yeah, Dunkirk. Dunkirk, George. We're going to Dunkirk. We're gone. Now we're going away from Dunkirk because yeah. it's the end Wrapping of the it show. Up, putting the bow on. Well done, boy. Um, this movie is a masterpiece, I think. Mm-hmm. It's on par with Saving Private Ryan, I think, as mm-hmm. one, of, one of my favorite like war movies. Sure, yeah. You know, I think World so, War II sure. movies. Two, yeah, two very different mm-hmm. approaches to it. Two very you know? different. Like, yeah. yeah, that highlight the strengths of each filmmaker. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fascinating. Yeah. I think uh, this is, it's such a, it was such an interesting way to convey war that, uh, hasn't really been done before because usually, I don't know, you usually just see like both perspectives on the battlefield. Like you'll see like the enemy yeah. and then, you sure. know, they'll at least yeah. show you. Yeah. Like an over the shoulder yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But here it's like, they are like a demon in the background that mm-hmm. is just like hellfire. That's like, you know, you hear the air horns coming in and it's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. It's great. It's great in the way of, um, how, how it's portrayed as, as the, in a hopeless, dreadful situation, which it was, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I love the time shit. Fucking base Nolan always <laughs> doing the time shit. Fuck my time up, Chris. Fuck my time up, Chris. I I don't care how much of a circle jerky guy I sound like. <laughs> Christopher Nolan is one of the best directors mm-hmm. working, and one of the best directors. In history. Woo! Hot diggity dog. Is that a hot take? I don't think that's a hot no, take. No, I don't think that's a hot take. <laughs> no, yeah. um, and Dunkirk just really proves it. Just as sh- just on a, uh, even on a filmmaking level, just mm-hmm. have those amazing dog fighting shots. Everything gets your heart beating. There's no better duo than Hans Zimmer and Nolan. I mean, you know. Yeah, dude. It's 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 they're, it's they're the they're the Spielberg Williams dude the, 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 the modern version. the yeah. modern the new upgraded version mm-hmm. and <laughs> uh, yeah I I am so glad we finally got to cover Nolan and I'm so glad that this was our um, final movie to top things off and I can't yeah. wait for what more shit to come from our baby boy our good British our daddy. Lad. 
or D- Daddy Nolan. Oh, or he's Daddy, Daddy Nolan. He's Daddy now, Nolan. Dude. That beard. And I love him. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. yeah man. Uh, I yeah. Dunkirk is is an incredible movie. It's an incredible experience. Um, it's like a it's like a quick fucking hundred minutes. Which for this season, when I sat down to watch it, I was like, oh boy, oh a hundred minute runtime. <laughs> Dear so, Christ, thank. God, a, a walk in the park. Yeah, Jesus, what a what a breeze, what a breeze this movie is. Um, you sip on your margarita and just like uh, you yeah, know. just lay back and watch the <laughs> watch Dunkirk. Nice relaxing <laughs> time that is Dunkirk. Yeah. Um, yeah, man this this movie is is fucking Nolan just just exercising. It's like him fucking tr- like really trying to grow as a filmmaker. And, um, like it's, it's a really exciting movie. It's like the, the, I mean, I, I think just to have the intention to set out and make a new movie and be like, let me truly challenge myself. Let me strip away all of the shit that, um, and I shouldn't say shit like it's a, it's a bad thing, but like strip away everything people come to expect except time, obviously time adjusting time, uh, from a Christopher Nolan movie, uh, and just tell like a purely visual, just tense story that like makes you feel like you're like in the fucking combat boots of these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he fucking pulls it off beautifully. It's like, um, it's like an incredibly tense, time with like uh just i want to watch like a whole movie of like tom hardy dog fighting people oh yeah oh yeah star wars take some notes make them make them yeah. a pilot take take some notes yeah put hardy in there put hardy make- he was apparently a stormtrooper in force awakens really yeah no uh last jedi he was one of the stormtroopers <laughs> that i that's the that that's so poetic isn't it <laughs> He's wearing another mask. On yeah. Him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't see his goddamn face again. Um, we, uh, in case you don't know, listeners, mm-hmm. Tom Hardy's always was wearing a mask. Oh boy, I think they know. I mean, Bane, I hope so. Chris, Christopher Nolan's always like, let me hide as much of this motherfucker's face as Except possible. Except in Inception, he was very handsome in Inception. Yeah, he's so charming and mm-hmm. like uh, and British. Yeah, and British. Yeah, <laughs> very, very Tom Hardy. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. What else but he to did say. put on a mask because. He was another person. Oh, oh no! Shit! Fuck! There it is, <laughs> there dude. It is. There it God is. God damn it! He's okay. What's going to be his next Nolan role? Is it going to be he's wearing a? It's going to be him doing a voice. He's just going to do like a, a voice of something. It, it gets to that point where it's like he's just a black hole and he's talking like from black hole. <laughs> I was thinking he'd be like a cowboy and he would like have like a, you know, a bandana cover. Oh, sure. Yeah. That fit with the trend. I don't know how Tom Dude. Hardy's Western accent would be, though. That'd be uh, a- probably similar to his Brooklyn accent. Hey, you know, uh, I bet he brock and I uh, do the. That's right. Uh, I do internet. I do web news. I'm like BuzzFeed, hey, but it's just me. I'm, I'm a cowboy. and uh, uh, Hey, th- I'm going to throw this out there. I'm just yeah. going to say it. Hmm. Nolan Western, boy, that'd be. I mean, you kind of get wild. it with Westworld. That's, that's well, no, kind of well, like oh, well, oh, that's Nolan. an interesting yeah. take. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But huh. but you know, I, I would, guess so. Yeah, yeah. E- even though it's it's ultimately sci-fi, I, mm. I would just love to see Nolan be like, 
you know, let me challenge myself even well, further. The, Let's go to the fucking old West and see what I can fuck around. Well, with he there. just seems to be like, okay, here's a genre I haven't done. He, like, let me go space. Let me do my world war two movie. Yeah. You always got to dude. Yeah. Let me do like, my weird fantasy, I guess would be inception. Sci-fi fantasy. Inception, I think, is its own thing, man. It's, it's, own it's a heist thing. movie. It's like an action. Oh, it's heist. a heist. Okay, yeah, heist movie. It's him doing a heist movie. Yeah. So what's what's next? Like Here fantasy would be fascinating to see him do like a Lord of the Rings type oh, movie. That's never going to happen. You don't think so? He's, no, a, he's no. Even his fantasy Inception movie wasn't like very fan, fantical or whatever the yeah. word is. <laughs> yeah, he's Just too, like we talked he's about. Too, yeah, he's like too uh, like a stuck up kind of British. Uh, like James I, I never, Bond. I never, I never really got into the the Tolkien books. Uh, yeah. I didn't find it. Uh, the world was too strange and bizarre. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, that 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 would be his take, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, what? Yeah. What else would be? I mean, him doing like a straight up West. You know what would be interesting to see him challenge? Like, if he is. Uh, how at least I, I think he is where he's like, I, I want to challenge myself and do new stuff. Let's, let's take time out of the equation there, chief. Let's see what happens oh, then. That'd be, that's not, it's not on brand. I know it's not it's on like brand. It's like you not talking about last Jedi. Fuck. Yeah, I guess it is. It's so strange. There's no world where that would ever exist. Yeah. So I guess that's <laughs> no, he should do like, he should take up Kubrick's script for Napoleon. Ooh boy. And do that. That would be wild, man. You hear that, Nolan? I challenge you. Yeah. Do Napoleon. Do it. He should do a period piece. Kind of kind of that kind of like uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But That'd not be cool. I mean the procedure was not really a period piece, but like that's as close as he got. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think like a proper like Barry Lyndon esque. Ooh, yeah. Know? Let's see Nolan's Barry Lyndon, man. Yeah. I want to see what that looks like. Uh, Specifically, yeah, Napoleon. Even though last I heard uh I don't know what happened with that, dude, because I, I heard Spielberg was producing a, like, Carrie Fukunaga TV, like, miniseries, mm-hmm. like a miniseries adaptation of his script, because apparently it's, like, 220 pages long. Whoa. It's, dude, oh, you can see it online. I forgot. Um, you can, like, read his script online for Napoleon. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Dunkirk is Dun- excellent. It's fucking yeah. great. I don't know what else there is to say. It's, um, yeah, a beautifully put together movie. Um, and yeah, I think it's going to be it. Do you want to talk about, uh, uh, season six? Yeah. Since, since we, we are, we are hitting the old dusty trail. We're going to take mm-hmm. one look back and just yeah. l- look, look back at the David Fincher and Christopher yeah. Nolan town and, and just, just, just kind of take it in. One last time. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, we're we're a little further up the mountain now. Yeah. We uh, set up our tents. Yeah, if This down. reference will make sense if you listen to the, yeah. the 50th episode. We're looking back over the past season. And you uh, see all the various flags that marked each movie. Mm-hmm. All of the bodies of the, the <laughs> our various guests that, that were... <laughs> That died along the way. I guess, I guess they get resuscitated the for each like episode. Yeah. They so if you hear them on another episode, they were just resuscitated. But if you never hear them again, then they're they're dead. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, this has been. I mean, what what are your overall thoughts on on this season? Um, I think yeah. it's a, a less. Uh, I think we're getting to. Um, 
I mean, I love David Fincher and Christopher yeah. Nolan, and it, I, I, I was always pretty aware of how Christopher Nolan is, but mm. I think I've I learned a lot more about David Fincher. I think, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, for sure. Just because I wasn't as experienced in. Um, his stuff as I am with Christopher Nolan. Yeah. It's like not his stuff. Yeah. Isn't a lot of it. Isn't as, uh, as recent or as, That's true, yeah. um, yeah. As, and we, uh, I, I, I would guess that you probably haven't seen Fincher's stuff as much as Nolan's. So, right. And, and yeah. Nolan was kind of, I, I got obsessed with like it, the order of, of which Adam, filmmaking existence is probably Quinn Tarantino to Christopher Nolan. I would say that sort of oh, sure, linkage. Yeah. Yeah, know, yeah. As I far so. as like director following, you know, mm-hmm. like any good millennial, like edgelord boy. It's would, good, good, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good Redditor. Uh, <laughs> a good, a good white guy, straight yeah. white guy in his, mm-hmm. in his twenties would uh, take yeah, that. Don't, path. don't bring up Bernie around this boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, we got Fauna. Fauna's Fauna trying to chime in here at the end. Yeah, of the she's she's going a little nuts. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, this is the zeitgeist season. You know, it's like mm-hmm. uh, the the season of like the two, or or I should let me rephrase it like this: two of the most influential directors mm-hmm. on culture, on filmmaking, um, of the last. Like year, 20 25 yeah. years yeah, yeah to extend back to like seven um and uh so so it's just been it's been fascinating to just go through most of their films and uh mm. you know just just get fresh eyes on them pretty much and uh and, and to see them all in a short amount of time and that we get yeah. to see all the fun patterns that kind of in the non patterns yeah. as well for sure like yeah. i think the biggest thing that I found with Fincher is that he's, he, his, his, uh, filmmaking is all, is all similar, but his stories are kind of not as, not mm-hmm. as, um, matchy as Christopher Nolan is. Yeah. He's, you he's a guy I mean? that, yeah, that definitely has a visual style that you can, mm-hmm. you can, like, you can tell you're watching a, a Fincher movie. Mm-hmm. I would say most of the time, especially recently, cause he's really refined it. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's always just, he's, his movies are servicing a script and mm. he himself said that he's not an auteur. Yeah. Whereas on the, on the flip side and, and, and add in on top of that, the whole CG thing where it's yeah. like, he's a guy that in, in, in terms of like, uh, he will find any tool for his toolkit. Yeah, absolutely. He, and he, he's a, he's a guy that will, you know, ha- has gone fully digital. He will mm. uh, spruce things up with with CGI in a, in a way that I I would say is non intrusive. Oh yeah, for sure. Generally, yeah. by and large, for most of his movies, mm. um, it's not it's not egregious like some uh, yeah some B movies out there. You know, for sure. Yeah, and and stuff like that. The fact that he yeah the fact that say he uses CGI well, um, I feel like also ties into the fact that like. He's a guy who made Seven and Fight Club, and those movies spawned, oh, I'm sure, thousands of mm-hmm. of copycat directors who thought they could do the same thing. But mm-hmm. I mean, you can't you can't uh, replicate the guy. Like like at, ultimately, at the end of the day, Fincher is 
is uh, like the perfectionist that he is. Only he's going to make a movie as good as Seven or Fight Club, you know? Mm. Um, could I mean, yeah, he's a he's a perfectionist. It's like um, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know where that that train of thought was going. <laughs> it went off the fucking rails. I was like, what was I talking? What was I leading yeah, to? Yeah. Um, uh. But yeah, okay. So in in Nolan uh, is a guy who like always gets his hands on the script pretty much and is like an audacious, ambitious, like craftsman of, uh, mm. you know, um, trying to, trying to make something very fascinating and, uh, yeah. and complex and not too complex yeah. because he wants to keep those, uh, viewers in, and, and they're, what's interesting about the, what's about both of them are that they're hybrids of Kubrick and Spielberg. They're like children mm-hmm. of, they're like brothers of each other who took different things from their parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like Nolan took a lot of, um, a lot of interesting plots that, that Kubrick, um, you could say this is like a sequel to the first season. Um, yeah. Damn dude. Cause like, fuck it totally yeah. is. Yeah. Because, uh, Nolan took a lot of, interesting yeah you know complex plotting from kubrick but then he also got a lot of entertainment factors from spielberg yeah while fincher like um he gets a lot of the interesting like dark kubrick uh, cinematography Mm -hmm. while he gets like kind of the more um uh interesting like spielberg-esque uh stories you yeah, know sure. I mean? Well, yeah, and, and also complex, the fact that he, say, like, say. Spielberg hasn't written most of his movies. Yeah. Um, j- just the fact that, like, he will come in and service the story as best he can. Yeah. And, um, and try to tell the, the, the story visually, like, as best he can. It's, yeah, dude, that's a, that's a fascinating way to put it is, uh, kind of a, as a sequel to the first season because, Mm-hmm. Uh, N- Nolan's a guy who's like, if, if I was to break it down in percentages is like 75% Kubrick, 25% Spielberg. Yeah. That, it, maybe, it depends, on, it depends on the movie ah, that yeah. it will change. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. Fincher's a guy who, yeah, is like, is, is a little more Spielberg than Kubrick, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but, but I, I think Fincher's a guy who definitely has that cynicism. He's got like a 50, 50, I think. You think he's about 50, 50? Because I, he has that cynicism that Kubrick does. Yeah. And like you said, and, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it might but, be picking up the fact that yeah, Bob is yeah. going to town on this, oh, yeah. on this paper. Yeah. Talk a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're definitely not, uh, distracting from. Uh, <laughs> stop stopping uh, fauna from tearing up papers. Um, yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I guess so. I guess Fincher is a little bit more of a, a 50-50 split. Um, f- I mean, fuck, dude. They're both like 50-50 splits, honestly, because yeah, because Nolan yeah, is yeah, such a sure. entertainer, too, man. Um, like, when he, do, he, when he wants to entertain the audience, boy, howdy, he does. He do, he show show I mean, does yeah dude just look at just look at his budgets man it's like yeah. um I I don't think he will ever make a movie mm. under a hundred million dollars again yeah. uh, Dun, <laughs> Dun, Dunkirk was a hundred million which mm. um is like pretty that's pretty small for a war movie made today you know um, when like most big action actiony blockbuster type things. Um, which this movie played as 
and like made the money of a blockbuster, but it's such a mm-hmm. weird, only Nolan can make a movie like this, man. Yeah. That is so successful, you know? Like, this is just some World War II movie. Like, who, who, why did everyone come out to see it? The name, dude. He, and, yeah, he exactly. is a brand. He's a brand. You know, like he, um, yeah, I mean, I, I let this segue. Let this motherfucker do whatever he goddamn wants. And he, he is, man. Yeah. Like, he's, he's fully, like, mm. th- there's a reason why he, they covered him on, on Blank Check real early, that podcast I love, because, mm. like, he is such a fucking Blank Check guy. Like, he, he gets now to do whatever the fuck he wants. And only, only until he gets to, like, Shyamalan levels, where, like, he's yeah. making shit that's, like, Oh, it's not making us money and it's bad, but it's like, I don't, he's just getting better. So it's like, I don't know if that'll ever happen, honestly. Mm. Um, and the, the thing that sucks about, yeah, talking about Fincher now, it's going to the future is yeah, man, yeah. It, the guy hasn't made a movie in five years now. Yeah, yeah. He keeps trying to get stuff off the ground. Um, I mean, who knows, who knows what's going on there? I, I hope that he can get something going soon. Maybe with Gillian Flynn. I know they mm. liked working together. Um, I don't know, man. Just like get the guy a good script and let him like do a movie or something. Yeah, yeah. just let him fucking get a run in at the gym. Fucking get an exercise in. <laughs> let him do something. I mean, he's doing he's doing Mindhunter, which is is cool. Um, I mean, he just needs a good script or something. You know, I think that's really yeah. it. He just needs something that inspire fucking, him. Fuck it, dude. Make a movie for Netflix. Like he has such a good relationship with them. Like he yeah, made House of Cards with them. Let's check out what Kevin Spacey's doing. Yeah, we're a Stacy <laughs> documentary. Oh, dude, what a bummer that'd be if like yeah. Fincher came back being the guy that's like, "Hey, let's forgive Spacey, guys. Let's get oh, him back in." Man. That would be a nightmare. He wouldn't do that though. Dave um, Fincher would not do that for sure. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's a little bit. He's saner than that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean the the talk of like Nolan being the household name and that his he's mm. a brand. I mean that I will let that segue into. My final decision, uh, if we're still doing this, you know, um, I, th- I think he, I think he wins, man, and I think you probably agree, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's, was it's kinda, hard to argue was, with, man. I mean, I was, you know, I was always, I was always leaning towards him, but yeah, it, it it's always by, it, I mean, like I am definitely in that camp, but it's kind of like. You know, you, you see the other side, and you're like, you know, you mm-hmm. you 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 might have not won, yeah. But man, I like really respect like what David Fincher is and what he does, you know. Yeah, and it's it is just uh, it was a good matchup. I think it was a very good matchup. Yeah, de- definitely, man. Yeah. And there there was uh, mm. you know, a moment in the middle there. I I think it was probably like right after we watched Zodiac, where I was like. Like fuck, man! I think I'm. I think I'm with Fincher because that that was always like the possibility of this season, where mm-hmm. it's like Nolan. Nolan's the guy that maybe expect. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the the maybe easy answer, but like Fincher is a guy who has made like a, at least two or three of like my favorite movies ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like Nolan. Yeah, Nolan is similar in that sense, but it's like. I mean, f- yeah, Fincher is a guy that uh, that I really loved and was almost yeah. kind of you know turning. In well, the middle se- there. seven and 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 Fight Club really like got me yeah. going, but uh, for sure, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I, mean, I, I know you guys were, 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 yeah. Well, like I have a connection to Fight Club, yeah. 
that's why like it, when uh, Eric and I were on, we were like really engaging about it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, great guest. Hope he comes back. Hope he's oh, not dead will. on the mountain. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, I think he, he survived. Yeah. But I mean, it was funny because like, I, I mean, this sounds kind of weird, but I prefer seven in fight club. I mean, I, I understand the merits of Zodiac. I totally get it. I love Zodiac. Oh, I see what you're and, saying. So, like, his later... All of his later movies, you think? And I love Gone Girl. Yeah. But... You, you didn't love Social Network as much. I got the vibe of when we were doing the podcast. Um, I really like it, though. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know if I'd say I love it, but I it's, really it's re- like this, it. This season's yeah. a real champagne problem yeah. season. It's, yeah. like, it's, like you're, you're, it's like you're at a wine tasting... And they're all high, like really good wine. It's like, yeah, I don't and know. If they're like, all good. They're all wine. Like, I, <laughs> and my my palate isn't refined enough to like, <laughs> yeah, to, 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 to like know what's good and bad. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what the so podcast the, is. We're yeah. refining our palates. We're refining our palates. This this cinem, cinematic wine tasting. See, that isn't is, that fun? Yeah, well, we're gonna change one? our our podcast Dave to cinematic. Wine, wine tasting. tasting. That really rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so. Oh, that's so smooth. It's, it's very smooth. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, and, and I mean, like seven is. Um, it just so it's just so uh, brutal, and Fight Club just mm-hmm. connects to me as like a male, you know, as uh, knowing what male identity is and reading the books and sure, and yeah. you know, growing up with that movie, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's something to be said about that. I mean. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's more personal. I would say more than like it's ob- objectively better than yeah, uh, Gone Girl or Social Network or uh, sure, yeah, Zodiac. Yeah. You know, it's you know, in in thinking about it, I think I think Fincher's movies. I will I will say this. I think Fincher's movies are cleaner and they're more refined. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like because because Nolan's a guy who is so ambitious like he's going for so much with his mm. movies that it's sometimes messy the way that he gets there you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um and i, I think and it's a fin- goddamn miracle that he even gets there in the first yeah place, no and know? and he he yeah. always does you know mm. uh so far and it's uh and but in fincher is is a guy who you know being the perfectionist that we all hear about that you know 40 50 60 takes it's Very like tight he 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 strikes me as a guy that's like I know exactly what this movie needs to look like in its final form, you know? Mm. And it's like, he, I think he's a guy who like storyboards excessive, not excessively extensively. Um, and, and, and so in that regard, I think maybe he's a, a quote unquote better director, but I, I mm. think, um, uh, in, in just being that he's, he's more refined and, and cleaner in the mm. executions. Um, but I mean, Nolan's going for it, man, and you gotta, you gotta, you know, give him that. Mm. So it's ambitious, taking us to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, absolutely. So, um, what, so what's the what's mm. the next level here? Well, uh, so coming up next week, we have a special. Hey, we're not canceled. What? Whoa! Oh, now, hold Crazy. on. Hold on. We a, just a, got a message a from paper the paper slid under the door of uh, Adam's apartment. They they heard they Christopher. I heard that Christopher Nolan, da- David Fincher, called up the Sticker Fridge Studio and said, mm-hmm. "Hey, don't don't." They both said in unison. By the way, Fincher and Nolan at said, the same time. They said. Hey, don't, don't, don't cancel, cancel our, our favorite, favorite podcast, podcast director showdown. showdown. 
and and and, and they the two guys Hollywood loves they they uh, Sticker Fridge had to let us keep going. It's like what can you say to Hollywood? Yeah, no, you can't say no. no. You say no. yes, sir. Just like all those yes, actresses, sir. they couldn't say. <sighs> Jesus God. <laughs> As we stumble headfirst yet again. I canceled it again. <laughs> oh, oh, another paper slid through the door. Um, Take it back. No, okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah next gosh. week, guys, we have a very special episode that I'm just going to tease. It's not, tease. it's not the dealer's choice. It's not the dealer's choice. Uh, it's it's going to be a, a, an interesting one. It's different. It's different. Uh, it's it's, it's been... In fact, we don't, we don't know... Yeah, we actually is. don't know kind of what's happening that's on a, the next that's one. That's the best clue. I that's the, yeah, yeah, that is the best clue. Uh, then yeah. the week after that, we're going to be doing our dealer's choice. Yeah. Guys, um, Come on. What go, are you doing, retweet, guys? go retweet the dealer's yeah. choice competition. If you have not, it's pinned mm. on the dealer's, no, director showdown. Twitter, um, retweet mm. that for a chance to pick the movie. You don't have to be on the podcast if you don't want to. Uh, you can just literally pick a movie for us mm. to cast. Um, literally anything. Yeah, literally anything. Porn's as long as on the it's a table movie, now. yeah. As long as it's a movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, if it's got a fucking three-act structure. Yeah. Uh, An hour and a half? Yeah. Hell, we'll sure. watch it. Fuck yeah. it. Um, and, yeah, and then beyond that, we'll just talk about it more in the... In the Foreseeable Yeah, in the, in the weeks to come, you will yeah. hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, we're looking, we're looking up towards the peak... And we got mm-hmm. we got some bright lights ahead of us. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, do you have any final thoughts, Adam? No, this was such a fantastic season. I want to mm. put out a special thank you for, to all the guests for coming on and yeah, enjoying these wonderful movies mm-hmm. and having such great different perspectives on uh, on yeah. films. You know, sometimes you just can't. Stand to listen to the this Brent guy all the time. You gotta listen to something yeah, else. Yeah, you gotta get some different voices in yeah. there. Yeah. Mix it up a bit, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um. But no, truly, thank you all. All uh, I won't name each and every one because uh, Eric. Okay. Amy. Okay. John. David. John. Uh, uh, we don't have to do it. Everybody else, yeah, because there's like a lot of people. There's um, a lot of people. Brian. Yeah, um, Brian. Sean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, guys, thank you so much. Um, mm-hmm. it's been. Yeah, it's been a, a really great season to revisit, you know, two of our favorite directors. Mm. And um yeah, just keep an eye out for for what's coming next. I think you guys will mm. uh dig we, it. We we have plans for the next season. So. We do. Yeah, we yeah. we have the directors picked. Mm-hmm. Um and it's going to be And the movies picked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And more more on that on a later time. Yeah, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, or next week, who knows? I mean, <laughs> but nah, it's a special episode. Who knows what next yeah, week's going to be? Um, exactly. But yeah. yeah, guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, we yeah, love you. Yeah, thank you so much for making it this far with us on mm-hmm. this journey. Uh, stick around for next season. We love you. Uh, Fauna's k- uh, crawling up on my lap. She, she's, she's saying, oh. she's saying, I love all you guys. Yep. She says, I love you too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just uh, did cat sign language to me. What was the cat? What did she say? Uh, she said, I too love all of your listeners. Um, and they're David the Fincher and Christopher Nolan are great directors. Are great directors. Yeah. That's what she, she pawed them to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, guys, thank you. We love you and we'll see you soon. Bye bye. We're, We're done, done, Kirk. Kirk. <laughs>